I'm Aaron Armstrong. I'm Pete. Murray. I'm Ryan. Bo- oh, oh, sorry. See, that's why I thought. I thought that's when you guys were talking about the middle, and then when we were talking about the list, I was like, oh wait, I go the middle there, and not yeah. in the okay. Gotcha. So Ryan, you go, and then I'll go after you for everything. <laughs> Does that you, make sense? You go now. Right. So uh, Aaron, uh, I'm Aaron Armstrong, and then no, I'm, I'm Ryan. You go. <laughs> I'm Ryan Boland. <laughs> I'm Pete Moran. <laughs> And we love to watch. <laughs> we love to watch uh, Spooktober 2022. R.I.P. Spook Wagons. Keep on spooking you. I do have one. I know what I know what I know what Ryan says. Uh, uh, hold well, on, I'm already out of breath and sweating. Uh, yeah, if uh, we who knows how much of that intro we'll end up leaving in because uh, this is our all of us got the new Omicron booster in the last four days. I'm out of the woods. Peter and Ryan are very much in the woods. I would say. I am sweating a little bit too. I have. Don't go spook in my bones. <laughs> my, my, mine is just Spooktober 2022 dumb pun pending. <laughs> dumb pun pending. You, you gotta come up with that on like October 29th, though. I, I like, figured I figured I have two weeks to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're we're we love to watch we're movie podcasts. Typically, we pick a theme and we do movies over the course of the, that month around that theme. And we will be next week. We'll start our Spooktober. Our sixth annual Spooktober uh, uh, month of spooky horror movies. This year we're doing anthology horror movies. We're starting out with Creepshow. We're doing Tales from the Hood. We're doing uh, Tales from the Crypt slash Vault of Horror. Uh, And then we're doing a very ambitious uh, Spooktober finale. Someone called a Spooktacular. uh, Where we're doing all the VHS movies. Every single one because our position on this show including vhs viral is that all vhs movies are good and we're gonna go top to bottom uh including the new vhs 99 which does not get released till october 20th so uh we're gonna we're gonna do a very uh probably a marathon editing session but we're doing our our and our sixth annual spooktober kickoff this is uh something that now uh, ryan is this your third or fourth year joining us for this uh on the podcast, probably third. Okay. I, yeah, because Ryan and I have been doing Spooktober longer than I think Aaron and I have been. Yeah. Um, but like uh, on the show, three sounds right. I think I it's because think for like letterbox lists, I think I think I've got. I think this would be third. Yeah, it must be because I think we we did the we used to do this as intros to our Halloween episodes and that. That turned into like this thing where we had 45 minutes to talk about a movie. Uh, and so after a couple of years of that, we realized we split it out. I think our first time doing its own episode, we thought we needed a bigger hook. And so that was the year we had Bill where we tried to introduce him to horror movies. And then that whole year, we were, I think, texting every day with Ryan, too, about what he was watching. And then by the time 
the next year came around, we're like, well, it's fucking dumb if we don't invite Ryan on because he's 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 beaten us in how many movies he's watching. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this year we have Ryan for his third year. Bill canonically joined us at the intro last year. I forget if he joined us on the middle middle month check in. I, I can't remember. He did. Yeah, he showed up for everything but the close. The close. So. We still don't know how many movies he watched. We don't know if he liked any of those last movies he watched. Canonically, I think he we announced that he had unfortunately died of Spooktober disease, which is a real risk when you're watching this many movies. Will he be? Will there be a Spooktober surprise? Will he be resurrected? <laughs> so far, I, I don't think so. But yeah, Peter, has he shown any interest? Even just like, is he going to participate in the movie watching, but maybe not the podcast stuff, or just I. I uh, talked to him. Um, I talked to him uh, in person uh, last month and can verify that he's still alive, at least of that as of then. Not on the podcast um, in real and life. He was like excited. He's excited for Spooktober. He's like, oh, I got to get my list together. Um, oh, but, nice. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think um, Bill's job has transformed to the point where watching uh, even thirty movies in a month is just not going to do it. And it's funny you say even 30 movies in a month, because that used to be the standard. And here's what's happening, folks. <laughs> folks! Uh, folks! So what what is Spooktober for us? It means something different for everyone. Some people, uh, it means starting watching horror movies in, let's say, September. And then they say, welcome to Spooktober. And then they post about watching Spooktober movies in September. And look, I'm an open-minded person. I try not to be judgmental. I uh, love that people are enjoying horror movies and like to talk about. There's no season for horror movies. You can watch it whenever you want. I do hope... Yeah, you're an open-minded person. You're cool. You saw Kiss live in concert. Uh, I, I, I'm aware that Kiss has concerts, and I have not <laughs> done anything <laughs> legally or petitioned any governments to stop, to stop Kiss from performing. Although, if I had my druthers or time on my hands, I might do that. Um... So I just want to be clear, like, horror movies enjoyed year-round. You don't have to save them. That's a dumb thing. I do think, though, that, and this is something I'm generally against, but I do think that if you're posting about kicking off Spooktober on September 1st, and all the, and that you're watching your first spooky Spooktober movies, then, that you should be executed. Um, that I don't think I don't think that's acceptable. Uh, it's it it's. I mean, you can watch horror movies all you want uh, in September. Uh, I do feel there's been Spooktober Creek, and I don't care if you start celebrating Christmas in fucking August. But I don't know. It somewhat bothers me a little bit, Peter. I I do think that this year particularly, it seemed like it was like September first. All of a sudden, I'm seeing posts all over. It was like, like everyone Twitter agreed that Spooktober had started. Yeah, they were just like, it's great that Halloween season's here, and I'm like, I'm not necessarily against that, but. But yeah, okay, I guess that's just what people want to do this year. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we needed to, um, just hypothetically speaking, it's not that I want to, you know, step in anyone's good time, but maybe we should have stepped in and stopped people from having a good time. <laughs> Look, I All I know is I'm still going to put up more numbers, movies-wise, even though like... they have two months, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, they, yeah, they, yeah, we usually still do. I saw someone that said, uh, start in September this year, didn't get quite to 31 last year. And I, was like, oh, well, I, I, I understand uh, that. But no, what do we try to do? So ours, everyone has a different um, tradition. Uh, ours that we've done uh, on this show is to try to watch technically a new horror movie to us per day. So 31 horror movies that we have never seen before. We've, over the years, set more explicit rules as to what 
what how that's defined as we've had a few debates through this but typically we say it needs to be what uh, the academy awards we're using that guidelines for what a feature length film is which is over uh over 40 minutes i believe under 40 is a short that's kind of the rules that we've decided has to be 40 minutes it has to be a movie that you haven't seen before or have almost no memory of seeing uh, before something you watched, you think you may have watched when you were five as a kid or remember five minutes of it, it's okay. You can you can count that. And then again, our definition of horror is pretty loose. We're not here to be gatekeepers and say um, that doesn't count as horror. It can be horrific-themed, like a documentary on Jonestown. It could be a traditional horror genre movie. It could be a kid's movie or other things with horror iconography. Whatever whatever fits your definition, you have to be true to yourself um, and decide what is a horror movie. And again, there's no punishment for being wrong. If you're committing to watching a horror movie that, like, well, that kind of was more of a thriller or, you know, that wasn't quite what I expected, it's okay. You don't have to give it yourself... It was a European uh, surrealist uh, yeah. experimental film yeah. uh, that had enough spooky images for Criterion to put it into a, a little trailer for the website. Yeah, you don't need to explain yourself. You gave it your best shot. You felt true to yourself. It counts. So, yeah, it's like the Yaysayer song. Exa- you know? Exactly. Be true to yourself, son. Uh, some of the best music and the worst lyrics of any band I know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, th- those are our rules. Now, historically, at least from a show's perspective, Peter, I think I was pretty good about doing like, I always hit over 31, even the year before we had this podcast. But I was I was usually I think my like high was like I'd never cracked fifty, and then COVID hit, and Ryan joined, and Ryan was putting up insane numbers like accidentally like we'd you know I I'd, I'd zone out for an afternoon he'd be like I'm up I watched eighty movies during this time <laughs> or whatever and so I don't I think it was like two years ago where all of us were like doing insane numbers very early. And we kind of were like, let's hit the gas. And Peter, I think this year you got 80. Ryan got 100. I ended up doing staying up very late the last night and getting in 102. And what all of us walked away from that year, and I don't want to put words in your guys' mouth, thinking was like, huh, I have sometimes burned out at 40 movies. And for some reason, where I, where I was getting kind of annoyed near the end and wasn't having as much fun, and for some reason just fucking slamming my foot on the gas, ruining my personal relationships, and doing <laughs> nothing but watching horror movies, I had the most fun I ever had. I also think it helped that um, we very quickly kind of used uh, – I think before Peter that we were very – at least I was very close to like structuring what I want to watch into like a very curated list – and being like hesitant to pull things in as the month went on, or at least until the last week. And one thing with us texting every day, I think we started throwing out our list quicker and being like, wait, what did you watch that's good? I'm going to watch that. Or what did you just put on? And like that made it. Especially if someone is pumped about something, yeah. like that energy is infected. Yeah. And you don't want to be like, well, I guess I'll get to it next year. You're like, I, yeah, I could watch it tomorrow. And then we can all talk about it. That's, that's part of the fun. Yeah. And we started experimenting with like, um, the, ne- the next year, too, like some live watching stuff. So, it, like, it somehow became where doing 35 movies led to burnout, that doing 100 didn't. And then ne- la- next year, last year, I should say, it got even more, a little bit insane, where uh, 
I think I hit 114. Ryan, I, f- I think you were you were over 100 again. Right? Uh, I was at, let's see, 107. 107. And then Peter would have done those numbers, but for his own mental health, I think Molly made you go on vacation uh, mm-hmm. to sabotage you. She decided that after... Um, she just loves to see you fail. Inside, yeah, after almost two years locked in our home, she decided to um, take us on vacation, which... Um, it caused mental strain that I may never recover from until um, I just thought about it right now. Actually, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you were doing great, but definitely were sabotaged very clearly and directly. Um, Molly doesn't want you to win things, and that's okay. Um, yeah, all love is different. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, I and so like I've had this little pipe dream. W- once I got to one fourteen, I realized and and. Like, oh, or once you're over, actually, I guess, 93, it's like, oh, this started as watching a new movie a day. At 93 plus, you're watching three new movies per day. Like, (laughs) it would be kind of fun to get to 124, where you're at four movies per day. Um, Emma, is that going to happen this year? Uh, Absolutely not. I don't know. I'm not going to do 100 this year. Let I me, thought you were just going to say I'm like you were going to no. go for it. I was like I, that that might that might be too me, too much you. for me. Yeah, no. This is going to be a. I don't think I'm going to hit 100 this year, uh, and for a couple reasons. One, I have a work conference the last week of October. So while I'm not going on vacation uh, because my wife has screwed me over, my job has screwed me over, <laughs> and I I'm going to be there for a week. So that I'll, I'll be able to watch some stuff on the plane. But obviously, it's not like I. Doing all that. Uh, I had a new baby since then, um, which is going to severely impact my ability to, to feel comfortable staying up as late as I was, knowing I can sleep to a certain amount of time. Uh, and then three, and Peter knows this more distinctly, where one of the ways I've been so successful at Spooktobers in the past is that my family hung, hung out in kind of one family room. And then when I wanted to peel away, I could go into the living room and watch. And we now, with the new baby, we use that live my, my movie room for more hanging out than we do the other room with the kitchen in it. So my, my sanctuary is of like, I'm going to go put on headphones and watch a horror movie. Uh, combined with the fact that we have a baby that stays up late, that's not that's not going to work. So I am still going to push really hard this year. I'm not feeling good about even 75, uh, which kind of bums me out a little bit. But, uh, but I mean, you know, there's other years that I'll try to get to my 124, which is my new Everest. What about you, Peter? Ryan, how are you feeling about just the month as a whole going into this? I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump in. I will say that just when you were talking about the years past 2020 was like, I mean, I hit a hundred, but that was one where it was, it was once it was within reach, I kind of just did nothing but watch movies. Um, so I wouldn't say I was necessarily burned out, but that was like a, the last day and a half I watched, you know, 12 movies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then the one Oh seven last year was just because it was like paced out better. Yeah. That I think we both agreed when it, when it wrapped up, I was like, I still just want to watch some more movies. Yeah. Like I'm, I just want to keep doing this. Uh, I could have done another week. Oh yeah. Afterwards. But, oh yeah. You know, you get a, uh, so no, I think, I think I'll still be high up there, but I, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll just see. I feel like some of it, some of it's just like going along with how much you guys are watching too. So if it's a slower year, it might just be a slower year across the board. I think, I think, uh, in the eighties is, is where I'm going to be again. Uh, too many of the movies that I want to watch are like two hour plus. It's a very boring reason why, but um, 
uh, I don't have, uh, I have stuff that I really, really want to hit more than I have stuff that's like short and I can squeeze in. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't really do the pivot that I sometimes am able to do where I was like, well, I do want to watch that, but mm, it's two, two and a half hours. Like this year, I think I'm just going to commit to the commit to that that's actually Um, a great point that's that's the case with my list this year too like uh i in previous years i've had so many like 70 80 minute movies or like a third of it which is great to pepper in to add the numbers most of my movies at a minimum are 90 minutes like 60 percent of my list is approaching two hours uh yeah that's gonna hold me back quite a bit as well and i'm i've I've really the other thing's gonna hold me back quite a bit is that i've really been peeling through the like family friendly horror movies in the last few years to be able to watch movies uh during the day or like on a saturday or something like that when my kids are up and so i'm I'm running out of those like there's only so many alvin and the chipmunk themed horror uh halloween movies that were made um (laughs) and then also we're 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 not like fully emerged from COVID times, but like my kids are in swim lessons again. And, you know, there's more chance that I'll have to do something on a weekend than I did two years ago or something like that. So, yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a challenge this year, but I, I think we're all chomping at the bit. Like we did a uh, something that we've never done before unofficially where we did a, a two week mini spooktober in May that we called like clearing out movies that uh, that we uh, that had been on our list. That was kind of the, the I mean, it wasn't like a set fast rule, but the idea was like, hey, some of those movies that are on your list every spooktober that you never get to because of length or because you're like kind of interested in them, but you've also just stared at the cover art for five years. And so you're less excited by the time spooktober comes around. Like, let's let's have a, a two week binge of clearing those out. And I think I think I watched like 15 or so movies and you guys both did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um it it, it 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 uh just fortified my strength towards spooktober because it is just fun to have a, t- a time of the month the time of the year where you're just full indulgence right yeah like i've been saving it was also good because it got i got to release some of the the pressure off the tank a little bit yeah. where i was like okay um i can watch a bunch of these movies that i'm highly highly anticipating like right now and then like there's less pressure on my list for the stuff i have to hit yeah um, and then, and then, because the, as we've discussed every single year, the list has to be variable. You got to get, you got to be able to be like, uh, like flexible with how you uh, got to be able to be flexible with how you adapt to like, I don't want to watch any more franchise slasher movies. Like yeah. I got to get off that. Like, I know I committed to watching all these Halloween movies, but I got to get off of that. Like that's, that's burnout. And that's like making the whole thing. Not fun. Yeah. Part of the fun is the obsession. And that obsession can only come if like, it has some sense of novelty. Oh yeah. You can definitely get dulled out in a certain genre or even like style of it. But then also there's plenty of others. So you just get like a little palate cleanser. And then all of a sudden, sometimes it's like a week later and you're like, oh, okay, I could, I could hop back in and <laughs> yeah. do a couple more slashers. All right. Yeah, I, I I think I've, uh, you know, going, I know, Peter, you did a little bit of a, like, let's catch up on some more movies in, in August as well. Uh, and I, I just have been in a little bit of a, like, in a, like, I don't want to just watch a movie mode. I want to watch something that, like, 
is part of a larger thing, which is, I think, why I like Spooktober so much, too, and even, like, longer series projects and stuff like that. So, like, I've been... I, what One thing I've been sharing with you guys is, like, I found these directors who I'm like, hey, these are directors that, like, they did a lot of movies and a lot of the movies I haven't seen. So I'm going to try to watch all those. So I've been... Even just this month, obsessively watching. Like, I think I've watched 11 Ridley, Ridley Scott movies in the last, like, man. Again, that's not necessarily related to Spooktober, but it does, like, feel like some sort of, like, training for where my mindset is. Like, I have time. I'm going to get this Ridley Scott movie in. <laughs> well, it's only eight hours long. It's Most of them are about uh, swords and arrows. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get it in, and I'm gonna try to like get through Ridley Scott so I can move on to the next director. And like that's definitely for whatever reason where my head's at right now. And I'm I'm hoping that I don't get that um I don't get that like maybe I don't like movies, maybe I like books uh, energy, which sometimes shifts. But I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty psyched for this Spooktober. I like the idea that you're doing like conditioning for the big for the big month. You're like, all right, well, I gotta gotta get my movie brain going, nice yeah. and flexible. And I was gonna say, I'm actually right now. I've been I've been gaming a little bit more than usual, and I'm 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 okay with it because I'll take it because once October comes around, all I do is watch movies. So I'm just like, all right, that's fine, whatever. Yeah, I mean that's definitely yeah. a good way to be too. Like clear clear out other things you're excited about so you can have a have a. Um, empty nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm 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 very excited for this year. I do need to figure out exterior to Spooktober. I do need to figure out what is a reasonable way to give myself like mini Spooktober hits throughout the yeah. year. Because yeah, it's it's just it's just not tenable for me to start saving stuff like halfway through the summer anymore. Like I just I can't I can't do it anymore. No. I like I liked the spring cleaning model, not a full month, but just like a couple weeks, very casual. Yeah. Score doesn't really matter. It's just about you know you gotta you know you gotta feed the demon a little bit. Yeah, I... it's just about getting getting that getting that hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into the list. So. Every year, at least, I try to do some sort of theme. Part of my idea was behind spring clean, behind the spring cleaning, was that I have had a master list of like 300, 350. It goes up every year. It goes down considerably by the time Spooktober hits of just like horror movies I want to see. Um, and so much of my, but you know, I, I kind of add stuff to it throughout the year. I've had stuff that's on that list since its inception, since I ha started a letterbox account in 2015. And then I kind of, you know, uh, I start pooling from it when I get down to make the actual yearly list. Um, I'm a serious person who does serious things. That's, that's what happens here. <laughs> um, and one of the things that it's not that I don't want to see all the movies on that list, but we've talked about that before, which is, I think, part of why you get Spooktober burnout a little bit. At some point, you are just looking at your list so often that even though you haven't seen the movie, you're bored of the cover art that you, or like looking at what the runtime is. And you're like, I guess I'll watch this thing that I was excited about and that the freedom to really have those foot on the gas Spooktobers is about, in some ways, just saying, like, hey, go where your feelings are, watch what you want to. And so this year I was like, hey, what I'm going to do is I'm going to basically not add, not, I'm going to start a Spooktober list from scratch. I'm going to 
only put movies on it that have never that have essentially never been on the Spooktober master list or were added post um post last year's Spooktober so added in the last you know whatever 11 months um and and start from scratch so i'm going to do this catch up month or this this uh, cleaning out spring cleaning month in may to get rid of some movies that i've have wanted to see as much as possible uh so that i feel even more comfortable going into that so i would say i i ascribed to that about 80 85% that i really did the ones that i added that had been on the list before are here for like some very specific reasons either they're part of that director's project that i'm working on like you know toby hooper or um 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 um, um uh, why do you have any that match up with your criterion oh, sorry, challenge so my criterion challenge i've watched one from it that's what's the 2023 plan for i've for i've also only done two but i wasn't sure if there were any horror ones where you're like oh i guess i'll just knock i'll, I'll chip away I'll, yeah <laughs> no, I've, I've given a, up on i have a subsection <laughs> I, 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 I glanced at it while we were talking on the other part i was like oh i've only watched two movies from yeah. that whoops i, I, I kind of forgot about it i watched one when we originally created it and then i watched half of the last waltz and i, I didn't end up getting back to it <laughs> um uh but like Stuart- while we're but while we're there yeah. like i did belladonna i have belladonna sad uh faust the uninvited um and uh uh what was the other one uh stands on a wet afternoon all of those are criterion movies that are on my list that uh are 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 collaborating with my list i don't think i'm gonna hit 52 for the criterion challenge because some of the categories are boring the shit out of me um but but it's fun to create sometimes it's less fun to execute that one in my experience. I, sometimes I'm like, yeah, like, and it's it's like, oh wow, amazing! I by uh, June or July, I watched all the categories that I was excited about, and now it's all the all the eat your vegetables. Well, shit. it sounds like you're gonna beat Ryan and I at that particular challenge, regardless. Maybe by a factor <laughs> of fifty. Um, so great work. Uh, no, so the ones that I accept are like, oh, so Stuart Gordon is on my like directors list. Toby Hooper. Uh, George Romero. So there's like a couple of those that I'm like, well, this is part of another project and it makes a little bit of sense. And then there's a few that like one, one thing I've had a ton of fun of every Spooktober is kind of going through as much as I can of like a, uh, a series. Right. So like uh, three years ago, I, I watched all of the uh, Chucky movies I'd never seen, which is like four or five. And I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, two years ago, I watched all the Friday the 13th movies I'd never seen, which I had less fun with, but some of those are, are good. Uh, and last year, I did all the Saw movies I'd never seen. I had a fucking blast. Those movies are terrible, but they are very fun and aggregate and very short and like perfect Spooktober watching of I can o- I can sort of pay attention to this in a movie watching haze and then all of a sudden someone gets a bone saw through their head or something and it's, and it's fun and the, <laughs> the plot tists are are beyond stupid they like wake you up laughing like those movies were great so there i have a few movies of like i want to do a few more series um like uh the i haven't decided which one i'm really locking into this year but i'm either going to try to finish all the phantasm movies all the exorcist movies i've never seen or the last two psycho movies i have i haven't Scene or the Omen movies. That's kind of that's that's a question mark too. So I, those have been on lists in the past with that idea of like I like doing these series, but for the most part, or there's a couple movies that I own that I'm like at some point I should really. Uh, I did pay money for this. Like I'm gonna at least have it have it in the back burner. But for the most part, I mean that represents about 15 movies on a list that's already ballooned to about 115 movies. Uh, for the most part, these are all things that like. 
I went and looked at Peter's list, other people who I follow who create, you know, Spooktober watch lists from previous years. I went and looked at newer movies that had come out in the last couple years that I'd either missed last year when I created my list or have come out since then. Movies that, like, for some reason I always was like, oh, I'm never going to see that. And, like, oh, I should take a second look at that. Like, obviously I've existed, but just things that have never been on my list before. So, like, when I look at my list right now, I feel very excited around, like, these movies that are like new and exciting and I'm, I really want to see these movies that have gotten buzz from people like critics or other people, movies that I'm taking like a third look at that I've been aware of or like movies that are direct recommendations from like Ryan, like you or Peter when I've looked through your list for star rating. So I, I feel like it's my theme is for the most part, like just like stuff that I haven't planned to watch before. And while that's a little bit less like of a, explicit theme that I think I've done in the past. Um, I, I'm super excited to, to just, it feels the whole thing feels like fresh to me. And that's, that's a very fun feeling going into something that I've kept so structured and organized year after year. So like, let's talk about some of the ones like I was never planning to see that I've been aware of that. I think enough people have said like, Oh, that could be fun. Or they've, uh, which is stuff like, um, the that warlock movie from 1989 um i think enough like that's a movie i've been aware of forever i saw it in the video store and people were like oh it's kind of fun so i'm doing that the maniac remake uh with elijah oh. wood which i kind like i saw the original maniac and thought it was kind of shitty and i ignored that one but i i wanted to do that um um ryan and i i think i've seen both of them in theaters i'm a big fan of both of them i yeah. love both we maniac saw them at movies. the uh, the music box the Music Box of Horrors or whatever, right? Yeah, I love both those movies. Awesome, uh, Midnight Meat Train, which also kind of covers as a as a uh, as a Peter wreck, but it was a movie that I passed over a million times on the first incarnations of Netflix Instant, uh, and and never watched it. And then enough people have been like, "Oh, that's th- that's actually uh, pretty good." Uh, Orphan, which is one that um, I again looked like a stupid horror movie, and then uh, Carrie, friend of the show. They are they've constantly said how great it was. And then the sequel came out, which they also love, um, which is also on my list this year. So I'm I'm going to give Orphan a shot. I think there's some like Stephen King movies that I always heard were middling that I wanted to go back to. And like so like Cujo's on my list. The like original Puppet Masters with Donald Sutherland, another video thing I passed over over and over again that enough people have said, like, this is a ton of fun. You should watch this. So I'm giving, uh, I'm giving that a whirl. And even stuff like uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, which enough people have said this is stupid but fun and could break up my list. Or even like Shane Black's Predator, which is the only Predator movie I haven't seen, and I know everyone hates it, but it's also a Shane Black Predator movie. Like, will I hate it? Uh, the Babysitter sequel. I love the Babysitter. And and I feel like the initial reviews of the sequel was this is boring, and I've heard enough good people uh, people i trust afterwards say this is a ton of fun you should watch this yeah it was a it was a fun enough movie so, i'd say definitely worth your time so there's like that there's the stuff i've been aware of there's uh heavy or dark skies is another one that's on this there's a heavy list of peter type recommendations which are like cast a deadly spell that elvira movie day of the beast uh, uh stone tape pet cemetery 2 like again some things i was aware of some things i wasn't that aware of but definitely movies that Peter has convinced me over the over watching the last couple of years that um, I should 
I should add. I, I should add to my list. I think I have one or two more on that. Oh, like Savage Land, Occult, uh, Wedlock. Yes, a Savage Land and Occult are, are new ones from this yeah. year because I've been watching a lot of found footage movies that I was like, oh, these movies are amazing. And then one that Peter accidentally recommended to me, which is a movie I have been trying to find since sometime after sixth grade when I caught it at a sleepover, Wedlock. Uh, which is a movie about two people in prison whose uh, heads blow up if they get too far away from each other that I caught 30 minutes of a sleepover, been trying to find it for 30 years or whatever. <laughs> and then Peter's like, have you guys heard of this movie? And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> that is the I, movie. I, I saw the title of it and I watched the incredible trailer and I was like, the guys have to know about this right now. <laughs> like, uh, I love a trailer that's also just basically like a 90s stand-up comic joke where they're like, marriage, right? I'd rather have my head blown off than being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally my ball and chain. <laughs> so there's, there's... Yeah, they're in prison together. <laughs> there's a... Peter, did you recommend Dark Knight of the Scarecrow or Intruder to me? Uh, neither of okay. those. Uh, well, those are things... I did not recommend them. I mean, these are also, like, pulled from other people's lists. Maybe some of those are, like, on the, like, recently added to uh, 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 Shudder that people are excited about, which definitely has added a lot to my list, like Alligator, which, Peter, I think you did say, oh, Alligator. Alligator's great. Uh, but there's a lot of those. There's kind of like, what was that movie last night, like, um, or not last night. What was that movie last year, like, The Butcher Baker... Candlestick Maker? Butcher Baker Nightmare Yeah, Maker? where it was like... A, yeah, that movie Yeah, but no one had really heard of it, and then it came on Shudder, and all of a sudden everyone was like, this is amazing. I feel like there's been a lot of those already in the last few months, and I've been I've been adding them to this list. Movies that are somewhat older that people are like, holy shit, this movie rules. I think, like, uh, Mephisto's one uh, I've heard about, and I'm looking at my list and trying to find some of those. The Mephisto Waltz is a... Uh... Is like a it's like a Exorcist uh, style movie, like a seventies satanic, or like Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, <laughs> like you know, there's there's a lot of those, and that so that's that's a subsection of my list again, like stuff that I was never really aware of that is not necessarily new, but either through Peter's recommendations or other horror uh, horror people that I follow on Letterbox or Twitter's recommendations or just like the Shutter stuff, and then. I think we say this every year, Peter, but there is an insane amount of horror movies that have come out in the last 12 months that are very well-reviewed. Or, like, maybe, like, 16 months and they were at festivals or 18 months and, like, they weren't even available to watch last Spooktober. But, like, there is so many new movies that I am uh, incredibly excited to watch. Like, I'm going through this, like, even some dumb ones like um, That Most Dangerous Game. (laughs) Remake with Casper and Van, Van Dien, I'm kind of excited about. Um, <laughs> Which is, I believe, a, I believe, is a, um, not a hoopla, fuck, a Quibi movie that was put back into film length. Oh, it was a Quibi TV show. I think it was a Quibi TV show. Yeah, it was a Quibi Clips. It was a Quibi Clips. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an 18-episode uh, Quibi was, show. It was a, a, a movie that was uh, Quibied. Uh, it was cut into little quick bites, and then now it's just back. It's it's back as just a movie again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. But there's there's uh, there's been way more. There's uh, stuff like I'm sure you've heard of some of these. Uh, you won't be alone. All my friends hate me. Uh, King Knight, uh, Cosmic Dawn, Let the Wrong One In, uh, Studio Six Six Six, Bodies, 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 Hosts. 
Um, trying to find some of the other ones here. Oh, what's that? Uh, the one like Petite Maman, uh, Flux Gourmet, Men, uh, Hatching, Black Phone, uh, the Beta Test. I've got a I've got a bunch of those on my list. Mad, <laughs> Mad God, uh, Barbarian. Uh, Mad God, I've seen. Recommend. Um, and then even like even though I hated Halloween Kills, like Halloween Ends is just coming out too. So like, and there's there's probably about twenty more from like that particular like Absentia or um, we're all going to the World's Fair or like Bloody Oranges. Like there is a ton. Whether it's I, I don't know if it's because Shutter's releasing more stuff and buying up more things, but. I feel like there's 40 or 50 horror movies that have released relatively recently that I wasn't even aware of for last year's list that I am incredibly excited about. Like, sometimes I feel like there's five or ten and there's like 20 I'm interested in. But man, there's some, some there's some that are just have some amazing reviews that I'm long walk, uh, tin can, Gatlop, hell of a game, like resurrection. Yeah, I'm I'm. There just seems to be so many new ones that I haven't even seen a trailer for, but the the reviews are good. Friends I know like them. Like I, there's a lot of those. Um, and then the last, just to call out two that I'm like incredibly excited about, and maybe my either kickoff or ending movies. Um, one is this like Italian movie that I found like one. It's out of print. I snagged a copy like it was one of those like last ones available on Amazon. And then a week later, it was up to a hundred bucks or whatever may have gone down. You never know. Those things change quickly. But there's like an Italian horror movie called The Antichrist. Have you heard of this, Peter? No, I haven't. Um, Italian nobleman. You, when you saying you heard of this to me, just it really sent me down a mental Jay Leno track and we do not have time. We don't have time, no. (laughs) Look, I know you're not feeling good. I wouldn't make you do Jay. (laughs) Wouldn't do that. Um, But have you heard of this? You seen this? But have you seen this, Peter? Have you heard about it? (laughs) An Italian nobleman seeks help after his paralyzed daughter becomes possessed. Yeah, it's supposed to be fucking nuts. And I may kick off with that one. And then, so about like six months ago, I became aware of this trilogy from the 60s called Yokai Monsters. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, these look like they fucking rule. And they look like very clear Aaron movies. We can pause on that for a sec. Um, And uh, two of them were easy to find, or at least I could rent like an SD version on Amazon. And of those two of the three, one of them was considered the not so good one. And the best one was somewhat hard to find. So I'm like, well, I can, it's 1968. It's from Japan. Like, I bet I can find a shitty YouTube version. And then as a gift from heaven, like three weeks ago, they put all three of them in HD versions on Shudder. And Peter, who clearly knows me very well, uh, messaged to me. Hey, have you heard of these movies? They look like Aaron movies. <laughs> uh, they're on Shudder. So, yeah. Uh, and they're all three shorter ones on my list, too. So, I am super pumped for those and may kick off with that with that trilogy as well. So, yeah. I, I'm excited. Like, this... I, uh, I want... At least we waited till mid-September to record this year. One year we did this in August, and it was fucking brutal talking about all this yeah. stuff and then waiting eight weeks. But we're we are in the press. Chattering for a month. Yeah. Uh, but Ryan, what do you got? 
What are you excited about? Your list is, again, once again, you've seen so many horror movies that you give one star to. Uh, (laughs) And then, like, I look at your list each year and I'm like, it's like classic, classic. Classic. Some classic. of some of my love of horror is is the schlock. I it's like fine. I like some of the bad stuff. No judgment um, here, unless you start watching horror movies and call it Spooktober on September first. I will say that yeah. I, even while we were talking about it right now, I was like, I'm excited. I'm ramped up. I I can't wait. And in my head, I was like, I remember there was at least one. It was. It must have been last year when we did it earlier, or whatever. It's like I remember there was one year where I was like, fuck. Now I've got to wait like a long time to like watch all these movies yeah. we just like talked about and like got hyped up for. Yeah. Where now I'm just looking. I'm like, it's just like two weeks, and then I'm then I'm good. Yeah. Um, you go into no, a mild also, coma and wake up and watch horror movies. Exactly. I also did not realize until you guys start talking about the film length, and I looked at like. My rough top ten, and one of them is under a hundred minutes. All of the other ones are like much closer to two hours. I'm like, ooh, that that'll be rough. But but no, when I made my list, I do a similar thing. I have a a giant list that I think I only started pretty much last year from us talking about stuff, and right now that's at about one seventy. And then I try and pull movies from that one to make a, a little bit more of a honed in list. And, and that one's just pretty pick and choose, Mm -hmm. but, but the way that I decided this year was I, I just went to my big, my giant bucket and I grabbed the movies that I was excited for, whether like there are certain ones like, uh, last night in Soho where I really have only heard middling things, but, 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 you know, it's a horror movie. It's a director. I like, it's a good time to watch it. Uh, it's an excuse to get uh, Edgar Wright movie that I uh, yeah. am scared to watch. Yes. Way. It's on my list. Uh, Candyman, which I heard blah things, but you guys both liked. So I'm, I'm excited for that one. But I lo- I like almost I nearly love Candyman. Well, I, I, I'm definitely in the, in the minority there. But like, I, it's really are you watch, are you talking about the remake? Right? Oh, yeah. Peter the remake. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I yes. love both, but I love the remake. Yeah. Um, but like when it came out, I remember people kind of were like, oh, yeah, we're like, this ooh. is fine. That bad. Um, no, but for the most part, I, I then just took, I went into my bucket and just clicked, uh, I, 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 I think just about every single movie and just looked. And if both of you guys gave it four stars or above, it automatically <laughs> got added to my, my watch. That makes sense. Cause year. I did notice that uh, this year I've seen 78% according to Letterboxd. Yes. So, and, and you know, I, I think I have the loosest structure for everybody where it's like i'll i'll stick to my my two lists my my honed in one in my bucket but i'll just like i'll wander around and watch some other random stuff um but but no i figured this way again my favorite thing about this month is just being able to get to like talk movies with you guys yeah so i figured this way either you know both you guys can be like oh you finally got to watch that movie or there there were a couple where it's like if one of you guys gave it a four and a half or a five star and the other person was like looking to watch it i was like okay i'll watch it because then we'll start a conversation and then essentially bully the other person into watching it um but no so my my couple that i'm super excited for that are near the top of my list are like uh what is it Neroy the curse yeah Oh, uh, love it. Crimes of the Future is up there just because I love a good. Oh yeah, movie. that's uh, that's one of the other ones I'm very excited one of, about. One yeah. of the new ones yeah. on my list as well. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. Uh, uh, Onibaba, great movie. Onibaba rules. The medium, Tatane, Tatane school. Kuroneko, Brain Dead, Cure. It's like a bunch of stuff that you guys loved and. I, I just have never gotten around to. So I'm like, okay, this one, I, I wanted a list that I could grab from and be like, 
this is a definite watch. Yeah. Whether it's because I really want to or it's because you two both, you know, recommend it just based off your reviews. I'm like, okay, here's here's the I want a good one tonight. I'm gonna pick it. Um and then of course I is still Brain have, Dead I, still I, I, I mean you might not know this. Is Brain Dead still impossible to watch, Peter? Um, I don't know. I thought for, I thought they got a good restoration through uh, no, I, Vestron I or whatever. So. Ooh, I was gonna say that's the other thing that kind of. When I watched it, was pretty. When I watched it, it, had pretty good restoration. If not, Ryan, I can. Um, I believe I can get you a copy. Nice. But yeah, that's a list. That is a list so far, Ryan. Oh yeah, killing it. And that's just like I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna run through all of it, but that list that I I used to kind of build off of that is already a close to 70 movies which originally hilarious enough while i was building it out i was like let's let's try and keep it around let's be reasonable and try and keep it around 62 really good movies because then then maybe i'll actually watch a good chunk of them which is just a hilarious thing to go into a month and be like i mean maybe i'll only watch 50 really good movies from this list and i'll watch 50 that are just other kind of sporadic but um I actually already just added Orphan after Aaron was talking about it, because that was one where I never saw it. It came out when we were, like, 18, 19. Never saw it. it found out the twist. Never yeah. and decided never to see it then. And then I'm like, all right, if if anybody says it's worth watching, I knew there was a sequel that just came out. And I was like, I'll check it out. Why not? I really dig that movie as well. Um, I, I think that's one that uh, his, the cult has been building now for so long that, like, the sequel was received extremely well by people who were like, didn't originally like it or didn't catch it in the first time around. Um, and then I have my a couple of my. It just makes me laugh when I see the the exact opposite thing Aaron's doing. But the I only have a, a handful on here that I'm like, oh man, these these have been on my Halloween list, my Spooktober list for seven years or whatever. Which is like uh, Rosemary's Baby, which I do think I'll get to this year. I know it's a classic. I, I just need to watch it, but. It's just once you stare at the same thing over and over again, it just becomes unappealing. Yeah. Um, a girl yep. walks home alone, uh, home alone at night. Ravenous and Baskin oh, are probably four of them that have, are, are always on the list. And I just never seem to get to. Ravenous um, is so good. And then Prince of Darkness as well, which so is just good. like a... I might as well watch it because it's John Carpenter. I don't know why I've been avoiding it. It's great. Um, it's uh, it's it's uh, you know, after the thing, he got to do another cosmic horror movie, but he really stripped it back yeah. down to the basics. But it's it's a wild also movie. clearly your Carpenter list was a fucking just full of lies because we assumed you had seen Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. So you guess you had yeah, it. apparently. What did I put it in? I don't know. I don't remember. I, well, I don't think you did. We did a long time oh, okay, ago. Did we? Didn't we rank Carpenter movies when we did In the Mouth of Man? We yeah. did. No, but I thought you were gonna be like, boom. I, already, I you you said it was number six. <laughs> I was like, what? Did you, you fucking liar. One thing I you didn't mention. I did look at your list earlier, and I wouldn't be surprised if I had the same reaction last year. But you still haven't seen Society somehow. <laughs> No, that was a, that was a, it almost got in right at the end last year and then somehow didn't, uh, I, I don't know how I haven't watched it either. That one was one where I I think in those last couple days, I almost started it a handful of times and then just never did. I'm sure we were very supportive of you doing that. You were. Yeah. (laughs) That one's, that one's up there. That one's, I would say the, the top 15 on my list or whatever are somewhat structured and that's, that's up there. I'm like, that's a definite watch. But then there are some other ones like I know you guys both like the Changeling that that one's a got to get to it. Near Dark, we got Nosferatu, we got 
Let's see, Peter, you you, you really like the Untamed, and I don't think. Oh no, I, I love I love the Untamed. I haven't heard that. Oh yeah, you gave it four stars yeah. too. I, I'm I'm also really excited for Men, even though that was another one that I couldn't tell whether it got horror reviews because <laughs> it was horror or if people actually were kind of middling about it. But like I I love uh Al- what is it Alex Al- Garland? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I feel like people walked out of that movie at least going. I feel like if they didn't like it, they very strongly didn't like it, or like had a lot of opinions about it. So I'm, I'm psyched about it regardless. Anything that makes that many people go, okay, fuck this, I want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, like yeah. That, that's almost as good as that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I w- I will say that similarly to you, I probably just picked it up from you a bit, but I I kind of started doing random franchises but that that usually kind of develops once the month starts yeah i think i did last year i think i i hopped on your friday the 13th and knocked out like half of them but then definitely did get burned out of those movies yeah um, those are too the, samey i think even for spooktober yes yeah and then two years ago i think i did nightmare on elm street and so we'll see i'll probably try and do something other than slashers but obviously those are usually the ones that get nine movies so those are kind of the fun ones to to do oh yeah um, I'll probably be hopping on the Exorcist ones with you as well this year. Uh, the f- even the first one is still on my list of just like I mean I've I remember walking past the TV while it was playing plenty of times and like I know all the iconic parts but I've never just like sat down and actually watched it. You're like, um, you're like a little and then, kid and like you're like I get it. She masturbates with a crucifix, all right? I'm gonna no, I was right. like a little kid and, and she's like uh, you know peeing on the floor in front of their dinner party and, and my parents are like, okay, Ryan, you should probably leave. They're, I think that this is gonna start ramping up. Watch five okay. or ten more minutes. Yeah. Um. And then actually, they fan- didn't want you to backslide on your potty training. <laughs> probably, honestly, they're like, get get out of here, kid. Um, <laughs> you don't want none of this. Actually, you you should watch this. I want to show you what happens when you pee on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sit this down. You're watching all of it. And then uh, the Phantasm movies are another ones that always creep on my list. I watched the first one, but. I haven't watched any beyond that, so we'll see. Well, I feel like those ones are just, it depends on how I feel and what, what I need to kind of mix up my, my movie list. This is such a, I'm looking at the list itself, just sort of, it's um, like, and you were walking through it. This is just like nothing but five I know. bangers. I, 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 like, I, I literally clicked through my entire 160-something list and just would like open 12 at a time and then go through and if both of you guys gave it four stars or above i'm like all right add it to the list okay so fucking good dude um yeah and i uh was gonna say is uh i don't see i only see a couple that would be kind of hard to get but a few of them i can uh, assist you if needed <laughs> Ooh, nice yeah i didn't i didn't uh, that was the other thing is like typically i feel like i i look I, I open up Netflix and Hulu and shutter and i see what is accessible and that kind of shapes my list and instead this year i was just like what what movies are good and I want to watch, and then what's actually available, I'll just figure out from there. Yeah, good mix also of you got some folk horror and you got some cosmic horror, like, just staples in here. And I thought which it... Is, which is rad. It also kind of helped to make it a range of, like, I've, they're, they're, they're <laughs> always playing a new stuff that I watch because it's just, like, modern age film, but then it, feel, it feels like my list has a lot of, a lot of older stuff, a lot of... A lot of foreign stuff, which always does happen, but I like just having those on the list so I, I know to pull them and, and watch them. Yeah, I yep. mean, no. yeah. Onibaba rules. I know you have a couple. Onibaba so. rules. Yeah, I was going to say, some of these would count if you wanted to do uh, a very short criterion list. Uh, I have something to report to both of you that still bums me out. 
I wanted to watch something Wicked This Way Comes, which is on your list, with my niece. Because mm-hmm. she's like, she wants to watch scary stuff, but I'm like, let's, you know, let's start gentle. Because, like, she's actually kind of a scaredy yeah. cat. Mm-hmm. Um, she's 12. Um, and I was like, let's do, let's do something with Wicked This Way Comes. If the little kids walk in, it's not going to be that traumatizing. Um, it's just not on Disney Plus. What yeah, the fuck it's, is they don't have that? a Blu-ray. I have the DVD, which I watched with Maya. Because uh, my daughter's not a huge pussy. Um, <laughs> just noting, I mean, I mean, not to brag, but uh, she, Maya watched Prey with us. She's eight years old when Peter was visiting. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think oh, something yeah, no, wicked she, this way comes, she could have handled just fine, even though she's not 12. A widow move for kids? Yeah, I yeah. think she can think watch she, it. She was fine. She watched that when she was like four, I think, maybe. <laughs> So yeah, do you want me to do you want me to launch into my my list a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah go for it. You know what I did? Well, really quick. You know what I did forget. I am going to watch that new. Henry- hey Peter, don't go for it. <laughs> don't go for it. No, that Henry Selleck movie, which I, ha- I I just realized I haven't added to my Spooktober list. Oh. The one uh, written and produced by Jordan Peele. What is it? Um, something in Wendell. It's two people's names. Yeah, yeah, Wendell and something. It, yeah, I saw the trailer. It looks I'll like probably, it fucking I'll rules. Get to that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm excited for that. If you watch that and Mad God, you get to see how uh, Wendell insane... and Wild. Yes, that sounds right. You get to see how insane these old stop motion animators have gotten in 2022. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for that one. <laughs> um, Maybe how, your 12 just how uh, Looney Tunes have gotten. It's animated. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll um I'll be sure to shame her secondhand for you. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so I talked a little bit about trying to like get some Criterion entries in there. Um, the, if we're talking about, you know, other themes that are running through, because I've got, I've got a lot of like the, the newbies on the list that, that, uh, Aaron and and Ryan were talking about that, like, I just think will be our common touch points. But, um, I've been launching into that, uh, Severin full core box set and like loving pretty much everything I've seen in it. Uh, it seems expertly curated. Um, but a couple full core movies that, uh, I want to get off of that list, um, is, uh, Wilczka. Which is like a Polish vampire movie, or excuse me, witch movie. Uh, Clear Cut, which is about a Native American. It's like a Native American horror movie. Um, the Wretched, which is a more mo- modern movie that's supposed to be sort of folk horror um, out in the woods. The uh, Caveat and Sator, sort of folk horror, bad stuff happening in the woods. Um, did you, just out of and, curiosity, did you watch that um, the documentary that Shutter has on folk horror? Yeah, yeah, it's in the box. It's, oh, okay. it's really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's great. It's, 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 I, I, um, I did watch It's that. very long. Yeah, it's great. Um, Kirill and Janice uh, really did a fantastic job. I'm actually going to watch wow. another documentary. The first thing on my list <clears throat> is uh, one of her previous documentaries. It's called Tales of the Uncanny. came out a couple years ago. Um, <clears throat> so she didn't direct it, but she's uh, one of the producers of it, one of the co-writers of it, let's say. Uh, this is a documentary. Um, and it's a, it's like, like, um, her take on the, um, anthology horror genre. Oh, nice. Seems so thematically appropriate. appropriate. For, yeah, maybe I should add that to my list. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might sneak in in the next couple days and, and not actually watch it in Spooktober just to, like, have the context yeah. for our, our October movies. But, um, yeah, but, uh, some, uh, yeah, some, some good folk horror stuff, both modern and, and classic, uh, either inside the box set or outside the box set. Um, there's a movie called The Borderlands that'll kind of transition me into the next theme I've got, which is, so there was a Shudder movie that came out earlier this year. There's a documentary just about the found footage, uh, genre in general. Um, 
it, as a documentary, it doesn't really have like any tremendous insights. It was, it, you know, it's a fun kind of pop doc. Yeah. Um, it's, it's quote unquote movie porn. Like it's yeah. a movie that makes you want to watch movies, other movies. Yeah. Um, but because of that and because film Twitter, particularly like horror Twitter and people like Trevor Henderson, like the artist uh, version have um, the artist version of film Twitter have like really been talking up um, these found footage, these obscure found footage movies. And I never thought about the fact, like, because they're so cheap to make, like, there's a accessibility thing. Like, you can you can make them fairly fairly easily, which led to a, a deluge of crap. Yeah. But it also meant that like an amazing amount of them are just kind of buried. So one that's going to get some notoriety, I think, more as the year goes on, is Dashcam, which is a riff on uh, like Russian dashcam footage um, as a found footage horror movie concept. There's a movie called The Tunnel and The Borderlands, which are both supposed to have some cosmic horror vibes. Can't confirm. Um, Afflicted, which is heavily featured in the found footage documentary, um, which is about, I think, a guy kind of gets turned into like a vampire abroad. But he has like all these like um, like parkour camera setups. So you get to see him doing crazy shit. Um, the uh, 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 what is it? Oh, Hotel Inferno was something that Bakun keeps recommending on Twitter, um, which apparently was like Hardcore Henry, but like for horror, like it's a first person found footage kind of deal, but like um, very, very violent and very like up close um, that like even the cover of it is like a gun blowing up a zombie's brain or something. I have no idea what it is. I uh, haven't seen the movie yet. Um, and then um, what else? Yeah, that, that's that's kind of it. Our, our, uh, we're all going to the World's Fair. We've already previously mentioned that has um, takes advantage of some found footage webcam kind of stuff. Um, last year, I got really happy that we, I think all of us ended up watching the um, Fear Street trilogy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was so fun to have these like events. Like every week you get a new movie. Yeah. Um, week one. The, this movie. year, I guess. Week two. Movie. Week three. I movie i guess this <laughs> i guess this year like it's not it's, it's it's probably better than that but i guess this year the version of that is x pearl and the third one that's coming out the ty west trilogy yeah where he filmed all of them he filmed sequels in in private is that um, next like one coming x, out this year or, or is it next year pearl is pearl is already doing doing um like but they just the announced the third one this, like Matt, yeah i think he i think he filmed x and pearl at the same time and then the third one was like it's planned and you know i i think it's oh. supposed to come early 2023 but yeah no it's yeah. it's it's crazy that he was i don't know how he swung that either where it's like he was making one movie and then somehow spun it into three Somewhat related, he disappeared movies. for a not, not even John necessarily Travolta being like Western, and then it was like, Is he ever gonna come yeah. back? And he's like, Never mind, I got a million movies, exactly. And I was, I thought he was just gonna show up in like you know, uh, VHS 94 yeah. sequels for a while, um, mm-hmm. but no, he uh, he, he had something really ambitious planned with A24, so definitely watching X. If Pearl comes out in time on VOD or in theaters, I'll go see that as well. And then obviously, the third one, yeah, I, that's not gonna come out in the next month, that's just not how movies work, but it is cool to have like a kind of a version of that this year where it's like it just a, a whole story gets dropped in our lap pretty immediately um that's pretty impressive uh, and another i guess if we're talking about recent movies another one that we haven't talked about is um fresh that's also um, in my bucket yeah yeah which i i've heard cool things about um seems like a good spooked over movie because if it's uh really great then you know i i man i got to catch it on hulu if it 
sucks, then you know it's buried with everything else. Um, like your but, hope. Uh, another yeah. a couple, another couple that are uh, cosmic horror or supposed to be sort of like insane mind bendy ones, like really transgressive ones, are glorious. Um, which uh, is uh, directed by Dr. Uh, Becca McKendry, who's like a host of, she was a host of Shockwaves, and now she's a host of a different podcast called Colors of the Dark. And she's made a few movies over the years that I've liked, um, but she, uh, yeah, she made a Lovecraft in a Glory Hole movie. So Glorious <laughs> is on Shudder right now. I'm pretty excited about that. And then Resurrection is uh, Rebecca Hall in a movie that people keep comparing to Possession and say the third act What's like, which one? comparable it's called resurrection it's got rebecca hall in it um and people are comparing it to possession oh that is on my like already yeah yeah so my brother has seen it he said it's insane like you know it's just kind of going blind um speaking of going in blind i'll probably end up seeing barbarian as well that's a recent one um Mm -hmm. but yeah that's I, i mean there's a few there's a few in here like i guess the craft and uh alien versus predator i'm doing technically rewatches of but i haven't seen them since i was like 11 so um i counting them as fresh um and then a couple for my wife who's not horror uh very horror uh acquainted we're gonna do probably a clear out of probably gonna like watch jurassic uh world fallen kingdom probably gonna watch ghostbusters afterlife i just i i it's a duty i guess i have to i mean jurassic um, uh, world fallen kingdom is i haven't seen the third one of those jurassic world that one kind of rules um it's 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 like a it's it's like a there's like a big spooky house with dinosaurs in it yeah, i mean it's point, directed right? by the guy who did the orphanage that's yeah i'm 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 you know i, I i'm gonna end up watching it uh molly and i was like are we gonna watch the new the new ones and i was like yeah eventually but i guess now is the time and then ghostbusters afterlife which i'm expecting so to hate terrible it's gonna but I feel like I have to see it. Yeah, those. I mean, I went to skip it. Um, and then uh, the other one is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, not nice. much of a Marvel guy, but I'm gonna see the, I'm gonna see the Sam Neill MCU movie, right? Like Sam Raimi, or Sam or Sam Raimi. Sorry, we you were, were, you were in yeah, Park. you were in Jurassic Park mode. Yeah, I'm gonna see the Sam Raimi. It's, it's very uh, Raimi too. It's it's good. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Those will be the sort of like uh, accessible uh, ones that uh, my wife will actually watch with me. That's also funny, only because Sam Neill pops up in the in two of the Thor movies too. So that's right. Like, uh, the Sam Neill <laughs> yeah. Marvel movies, yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Good for him. Yeah, and he goes. You can go do these big. You can go do these big uh, budget movies, and then um, go back to his his pig farm or his wine a winery dash pig farm. Not even a pig farm. He's not eating the pigs. It's like a. It's just a farm that he has pigs on. What's he doing to those pigs, Peter? <laughs> Posting <laughs> pictures of them looking cute. Yeah, that's the He's life. Exploiting them. <laughs> exploiting their labor in exchange for I don't know apples or some shit. What do pigs eat? Like they eat anything, pretty much. No, um, but nothing beyond those. Nothing to to uh, worth reporting. There's a bunch in here that I've heard like people talking about on Twitter that are supposed to be great. Some of them, I don't fucking know how to see. Like Spider Labyrinth. I've been wanting to see Spider Labyrinth for like three or four, four years. And then every year I go on like Internet Archive and YouTube and I try some different sources to try and see this movie. And every time I try to, it ends up looking like a VHS tape that was run through someone's ass. <laughs> so I don't watch it. <laughs> um, and then another one, I don't know how I'm going to see it, but I'm really... So Aaron, you mentioned uh, 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 Stephen King. The other one that I want to touch on is 
Um, a guy, an experimental filmmaker, took the footage from the Langoliers and re-edited it into a movie, a short movie called The Timekeepers of Eternity. Huh. He replaced all the shitty CGI with practical effects. What? And cut the movie down or the the miniseries down to 70 64 minutes i have no idea if i'm going to be able to see this i've heard nothing but rave things about it uh if i can find it online absolutely prioritizing that top of the list that sounds like such a cool experiment and as someone who suffered through the langoliers tv show um when i was a kid uh very much excited for that um oh two two new ones we only sort of touched on Obviously, VHS 99, we, we hinted at when we were talking about what our plan is for the month. Um, and then I'll obviously be watching that. And then the Hellraiser remake comes out next month. Yeah. There's, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. There is a lot of movies. Like, I haven't even really spent the time to go and say, hey, what's coming out in October that I'm excited about? Because there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, Shudder's going to have a few. Uh, yeah, there's there's some good ones. So I, I'm sure... I'm sure between that, the random shit that gets added to Shudder and all these streaming services during Spooktober, and hearing feedback from from all of you that, I mean, there's a good chance that there's going to be 50 new movies within the next couple weeks that I, I want to watch. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I'm going to prioritize the, the newer ones that we have crossover with to make sure that we have, like, some in common, we get something to bounce off of, especially if we have different reactions. But then, you know, towards the end of the month, I just go off into the deep end. I'm just, like, spending spending time trying to get uh, a, a watchable link for a obscure Bulgarian movie because I'm like, that's what's getting my interest right now. <laughs> that's, that, that is the thing that's, that's giving me the little endorphin uh, buzz of, like, oh, that, that's going to be the movie for me. The, the one that no one else can see. But, yeah. I think, uh, but, yeah, I think we got... I think we got pretty solid lists. Um, any uh, any closing thoughts? Anything else you guys want to say about? Uh, no, I, I I did just want to mention having seen your list, Peter. Like as usual, I mean, there's some of the stuff I'm really excited for you to watch is just the stuff that you didn't get to last year that I was said I was excited about. Like I understand you don't get to everything, but like, uh, you know, some of the other stuff I'm excited for you to see and say if it's worth it to us, like. Hey, is Storm of the Century fucking worth watching? Like, who knows? I'm excited for you to watch those Godzilla movies just because we did, you know, two and a half months of Godzilla stuff. Um, but there's a few, like, uh, that you just never got around to. Like, uh, The World, uh, The Flesh and the Devil, which is, like, so fantastic, especially for how old it is. There's stuff like uh, The Wrong Turn remake, which I had a great time with. Um, do you have Dead Calm on your list, too, this year still? Dead Calm's great. Yeah. Speaking of Sam Neill, um, uh, Duel. Like, th- there's some that I, I do hope that you end up uh, end up getting to this year. Um, I hope we all end up getting to uh, the Tetsuo sequel that we keep talking about and then never watching. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of these are like accessible now, but then like Amazon Prime will be like, actually, we don't have it anymore. And then like, I don't know how you see them. I sometimes do prioritize the weird ones that are on Shutter or Amazon Prime because I'm like, so if this disappears what do i do next year or obviously they love to pull those types of movies in october because then it makes you rent them or whatever you're like come on it's it's the time i want to watch them and they're like yeah that's why we took it off yeah exactly um but yeah i've got i've got a few movies on my list where i'm just like i can't even pay money to to watch this shit like what the what the hell's going on like you don't you don't want to make four you guys can't get your shit together 
so I can pay you $4 to watch this movie? <laughs> like, what, what's going on? Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for this year. Yeah. So we're going to come back. We're going to do one or two check-ins with Ryan during the month. I, yeah, I think, I think probably things. we did one last year. It's hard to get us to record during Spooktober. Uh, I think even yeah, even when uh, we did a few watches last year, which were a ton of fun, uh, I think we spent a lot of time trying to figure out, like, none of us really want to compromise and watch a movie that one of us had seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're like, yeah, no, Ryan, you should definitely watch Society. We're not going to watch it with you during the holy month of... Between the dates of October first, no, October thirty first. Yeah, why would I watch something that? Yeah, why would I watch something that uh, I love and rave about all the time? And spend time with a friend to do so. To... Like you talk to me September thirtieth, I'm your society boy. You talk to me on November first, <laughs> I'm your society guy. Anytime in between that, go fuck off. We're gonna watch You're Witch dead Board. To me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say I feel like that's actually part of the reason why we don't do I mean I'm I'm totally fine with just the one check in or whatever I was like if we do have time that lines up where we're all free yeah. it's like then then there, that's the one or two times where we watch, watch a movie together yeah. and hopefully we can find some good ones that Amazon Prime thing I mean you don't have the video on it but that worked pretty well for us when Peter and I did that on PlayStation and then the head the headphones now, Peter and I did not use it for horror movies. We used it for, I believe, watching a Gallagher special. Um, yeah, somebody whose entire existence is a nightmare. <laughs> why, um, why, why were you guys watching a Gallagher special? Well, oh, it's I don't know. How did this oh, never come up in the in that's, chat? That's when I just hear Peter smash a watermelon <laughs> from his <laughs> well, He doesn't explain it. You just hear the sound. Look, Ryan, the sooner hmm. we can get you into the Gallagher thing, the better. Because when Peter was oh, here, no. we watched another one. Um, <laughs> it's like... What I would call him is like uh, full length. Everything is terrible. It's like okay. uh, it is uh, whatever you're thinking uh, a Gallagher special is. It is more confounding and more perplexing than you've ever imagined. If if you thought it was like a just a shitty uh, a, a carrot top type comic of Sebastian's watermelon, which is what I thought it was. Sp- spot on. Yes, that is what I pretty it's much thought not- it was. Yeah. It's not at all that. It is like there's times where I was like, wait, what? Like I felt like my brain was melting in the same way when you watch an everything is terrible uh, type movie. The one that we first watched, he literally has his opening act comes out in the middle to be different. And then this guy t- is the only person who's telling, like, even recognizable joke structures. And then at the end, he sits with them in the middle of his HBO stand-up special at the height of his success and talks to him about other jokes that he didn't tell that he likes. Like, it's, it's, it's the most conf- and then in between that is him going like, you know what women take too long to look at fruit at the supermarket? That's why, you know, the taxes are too high. And it's like, it's not even recognizable as a joke. I don't understand what this is. It's it's insane. I can talk about Gallagher uh, more than I can talk about Spooktober. I think I'm more psyched up about that. But it's it's nuts. <laughs> Well, def- you definitely piqued my interest. I, I will check. It I out. think about it constantly. Like it has invaded my nightmares. <laughs> I don't know if Peter's quite at that level, but like every every like 
There's probably at least once a day where I go, what the fuck was Gallagher talking about? Sorry for some reason, I think about it constantly. I'm so, I'm so happy it's finally come up in conversation. Yeah. It's literally, it, it haunts me. Yeah, it's, it's, like when, it's like when someone becomes an atheist and someone brings up religion, you're like, wait, hold on. I got a lot yeah. to say about this. You're, you're a born-again Gallagher head. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Gallagher head. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's um Peter, what's your thoughts? He's a, he's certainly a man with a vision. <laughs> um and um that vision is uh <laughs> the vision is interesting. Um and he will never leave my dreams. He will live there forever, deep inside my head. Fairly terrifying though that like I would continue to watch all those specials and we I think Aaron and I turned to each other at one point yeah. at one point and went, That was a good joke. Once, because Once. we didn't say it was a, we didn't say I still remember the joke that that we thought was kind of good, but it was more like that's recognizable as a joke. It'd be one thing if he told bad jokes. What is so perplexing about Gallagher is that it's not recognizable as anything. Like it's not a joke. It's not a commentary. He's not doing like Bill Maher, where he just says something and gives you a look like what I said is stupid. It makes no sense. He's one of the biggest comics of the world, releasing an HBO special every year. The people, every time they go to the audience, they are fucking shitting themselves. They're so they think it's so goddamn funny. Oh my they god! How many specials did he have? He's like a, like twelve. I'm gonna watch them. He's all. got more. I, I googled it. I googled him because I was like, he's still alive, right? And he is. And he looks him, him and John Carpenter these days looking very similar. Um, he had a hold on. He has 13 one-hour-long yeah. comedy specials for Showtime alone, yeah. and then he has Showtime. several for HBO. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, insane. What? So prolific. Just ranting about what he sees. No connection. <laughs> well, no wonder he doesn't have to tell jokes. He can just have random thoughts. The funniest fact we learned about Gallagher is that he once had a heart attack on stage in Minneapolis. And everybody thought it was a bit? No, like he just was – because, I mean, when you see his set, you'll get why he could have a heart attack on the stage. And then, like – and he was, like, ranting about something he was angry about. And, like, his comment from his daughter when he was recovered was, like, he was mostly just joking about that stuff. And it was it was like the most like yeah how do I say nicely because he didn't die that it was oh, I like joking. that there's an audience audience injury section on his Wikipedia. If you have nothing to do tonight, I think you should watch Melon Crazy. Well, tonight tonight I'm tonight I'm going to sleep, <laughs> but I actually might be watching. I would not have expected to be like I might be watching some Gallagher this week. <laughs> watch the two that Peter and I have seen, and then. That you can join in on, on on Amazon Prime watches going forward. Oh my god! Uh yeah, I yeah. think this is the right way to end a Spooktober uh, recap <laughs> episode. Hopefully, all that stays in. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys somewhere midweek. Uh, we'll follow us on Letterbox. I'm sure we'll be posting. Uh, Peter's usually the best about like I'm going to review everything I watch. Uh, don't know if he's going to do it this year, Peter. What are you thinking about? Uh, I do it every oh, time. Great. I at least do a par- I at least do a paragraph because otherwise I don't fucking remember what I thought about things. <laughs> Especially in that two to four star yeah. range where you're like, what what actually made me like it? Like I don't remember any yeah. of that. So yeah, follow us on Letterbox. We'll be talking about it. Probably concerning. We'll be enjoying it. We'll be having a good time. You're not invited to our chat. Sorry. Uh, you'll have to hear about it secondhand as we recount it in our other checklists. And will Bill show up this year? Do you even remember Ooh. who Bill is? We don't know. My guess is probably not because he hasn't really been replying. Tune in to find yeah, out. But tune in. You never know. 
Spooktober surprise. It's a real thing. I'm just imagining people with, like, like Wait, Bill shirts on Bill? right now Why listening to this. Just like, where's Bill? Uh, I mean, Bill has fans. We have... I, I, this is true. We have heard from a non-zero amount of people that we don't know in any relation besides that they listen to the show that they uh, like Bill quite a bit. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Bill... You got Bill fans. Hopefully that, in, hopefully the admiration of stranger and strangers entices Bill back. I don't think it will. Uh, good night. No. <laughs> good night. Don't go spooking my heart. Don't go spooking my heart. Baby, I knew you'd haunt my dreams right from the start. Don't go spooking my heart You've chilled me right down to the bone You've chilled me right down to the bone You pace the floor above my room when I'm alone You've chilled me right down to the bone I leave the TV on at night Make sure the doors are locked and turn on all the lights I leave the TV on at night I've heard a lot of tales of poltergeists and ghouls Thank you so much for listening to We Love to Watch. If you made it to the end, hopefully you liked what you heard today. And if you'd like to hear more, please go to patreon.com slash we love to watch. And if you can chip in a few bucks, that would really help us keep the lights on and keep us moving forward. Uh, it wasn't an implicit threat by Peter. He just didn't know how to say it. But either way, we'll continue to make more. But it would be helpful uh, as we explain to our loved ones where all our money is going, which is all on server space. Uh, <laughs> if you can't... <laughs> uh, if you don't have a few bucks to chip in, we totally understand, and you want to support the show, we truly, absolutely would appreciate a uh, review on iTunes. I know every podcast says it, and it's because it really does help, and so every podcast wants that help. So please go leave us a positive review so that when people find this show organically, they hopefully want to tune in and listen. And thanks again for all of your listenership and support and time throughout the years. Uh, we really do appreciate you uh, with kisses and smooches. Peter and Aaron. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>